You are now listening to The Gradient Radio, an open space to converse about creativity with creatives. And I am your host, Antonio Knox. And today, we have a special guest. Today, our guest is an artist plus an engineer who is doing the Lord's work. Today, our guest is Michael Millions. Peace, yo. Thanks for having me. I, um, I definitely been doing the Lord's work. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. How are you today, man? Oh, I'm good. I feel blessed. I feel phenomenal, excellent. Anything that's up, you know, that's that's pretty much my status. Like every day, you know what I mean? How are you though? Hey, man. I'm super grateful. Super, super blessed um, to be in this position in life. Um, being able to wake up every day to create, which which I love to do, um, it's just like the ultimate blessing. Waking up, man, that's really <laughs> step one. You know what I'm saying? Facts. A lot of people overlook the fact that they like woke up <laughs> and like you know walk to the you know walk to the bathroom with no aches and pains. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, so many blessings within that. Like so, yeah. once you up for the day, for you're sure. already like. Yeah. You're already up. <laughs> facts, facts. I had that talk with uh, Victoria York. Okay. Um, and just she asked me what I was grateful for, and I told her I was like grateful for the small things, like yeah. to be able to walk. Yeah. To be able to look, to be able to blink, to be able to drive a car, to be able to like move my fingers and all that. Like, yeah. That's like a a, a super blessing for sure. Super. They're super the biggest blessing. blessings. Yeah. Because once they either deteriorate from maybe old age or. Some people may not have those abilities. You yeah. know, you realize, like, you've really been blessed. You 100%. Know? So you got to look at yeah. the small blessings to even see the major, you know, major blessings, like your food being good when you order it or something. Facts. You know, these are major blessings. Facts. <laughs> major. <laughs> so for the people who may not know who Michael Millions is, could you introduce yourself? Um, I'm a hip-hop artist. Um raised in richmond virginia um yeah that's that's me you know i i, I rap you know yeah. i do I lo- i'm a music lover um i'm a songwriter um i'm also a studio engineer you know i've I've really just dedicated my life to this i was thinking about on the way over here if someone was like asked me like who i was and lady I, i'm like not that i don't even know anymore but it's like who, who, who would I be if it wasn't like if if I didn't if if I didn't go into music? Mm. I'm more concerned with like what that guy would have been. Yeah, who would he would he have become a doctor? I do fantasize about being a doctor. I think I could have been a doctor, yeah. but I'd be like, yo, would he? You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, sure. I, I fell into this at such a early age. I don't even know if I knew who I was. I was ten, mm-hmm. you know, nine, ten. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. do you know who you are? Nah. You know what I'm saying? So like, when people ask me like, who who am I? I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm this guy. But I'm like, yo, I've never given it more thought outside of a rhyme or a song or how something sounded. You know, mm-hmm. like, but yeah, father, family, dude, um, friend, brother, um. Yo, I like strawberry ice cream. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, nah, but I'm, I, I, you know, I'm human too, though. You yeah. know, I'm like, I'm still learning. You know, who, 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 who am I? I? I know who I am. You know, who, who will I become? Yeah. You know, like, 
that's that's the that's the ill part about it all though yeah. if any of that made sense yeah for sure <laughs> for sure so i was one of my first season guests was he was like a bonus episode with smith and mm. he spoke about how he started rapping around like 14 mm. and i saw that you also started rapping around like 14 yeah i was actually in the studio by 14 i started rapping at like like nine or ten just okay. kind of st- my parents dropped off a boombox in my room and a couple cassette tapes, and I was just, like, no longer interested in, like, playing video games with my brother, name brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would be in the room and playing games, regular regular kid, you know, stuff. And, um, yeah, they brought this music in my room one day, and I just, like, never... He That was the first time he was able to get on, like, player one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I was always Mario or Player One. Like once okay. the music yes. came in, it was like, oh nah. He yeah, was always Player Two. You could play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he yeah. had to be Luigi. <laughs> you know, I had to, you know, something. But it, I mean, but when the music came, it was more like, yo, nah, go ahead, play, yo, do your thing. Like I'm over here. Like even back then, the boombox I had had these like, um, it was a Magnavox joint. But it had these like EQ faders on it where you could like modify the sound a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, and it had all these buttons on it. So, you know what I mean? And I, I was just interested from that that point. It was so many, it, you know, on the video game pad at the time, it was Nintendo. So you had like, what, one, two, three, four, eight buttons max on a controller. This thing they dropped off in my room got speakers, all these buttons down at the bottom, these buttons at the top I had a CD player at the top. It was buttons everywhere. I, <laughs> I just wanted to figure it out. But more so just like, yo, how is sound even coming out of this? And like, what am I listening to? Yeah. Like, And it was just like, I mean, I knew what I was listening to, but I really started to ask myself, like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. why does, why do wait people make new songs like yeah. new songs come out like i didn't even had that as a concept i thought all the music in the world was already in the world like yeah, these yeah. are the songs we have i didn't even think of like you could create new it. songs coming out yeah. i was like oh that's crazy like it was i was too young to just understand that concept though. yeah i don't know yeah 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 <laughs> i mean that, that's a journey like for me my mother just kind of like gave me the tools Mm. Like like obviously like the pens, the papers, the crayons, and all that. But like yeah. when I first got like my first computer, I just I was like, yo, like what is this? Like I I no longer <laughs> wanted to play games, right? Right. I just wanted to focus on like this this new technology, this new product, and like really dive into it. And that's kind of like how I got to like where I'm at now. And it seems like it was the same way with that boombox for you. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a combination of things. Like I I, I was already into what I liked as music. I just yeah once it once it got to that point when it you know what i mean it was just like oh this is way more interesting yeah and it was like i felt like i grew up a little bit like in, in that short moment i felt like i learned something about the world because i was listening to not only was i using i was using my boom box to like reimagine the world like through my ears you know what i'm saying like i i mean i can't front some of the earliest rap that i was like that i was listening to used to like scare me for real Mm. like because i'm like yo these dudes is talking about throwing people off fire escapes and like killing people for no reason i mean i ain't making it sound like that but some of the lyrics was like like that and i was so young and i'm like yo i don't i don't know if i ever want to go to new york or i don't know if i really want to go to 
California based on the music I was listening Thanks. to. Because I'm, I'm like, I'm imagining like, yo, based on what these guys are saying, it must be crazy. crazy. Yeah. But it's crazy where I'm from. Yeah. But it's not like how they describing it. So I, you know, and of course with the, you know, with age and the help of music videos, you you shape your own perceptions, you know. Sure. But like my earliest times with it was just so explored, you know, I was exploring and I was picking up so much. Like I was just learning everything I could about it and mm -hmm. enjoying it too, but like yeah. really learning it. And it wasn't that much to learn. We yeah. talking like nineteen ninety three. Yeah. So it's like you got old school hip hop at the time mm -hmm. and then you got like Rockin', you know, um, KRS-One. And right when I was really, really getting to it, I was big, was just emerging. Nas had just dropped. Mm -hmm. Like, Wu-Tang was emerging. Like, all of this stuff was just happening. And I was like... And, like, most of my peers at the time, they were still just watching, like, Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. Rugrats, had, like, came out around, and that was yeah, the new yeah. hot thing. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, uh, Power Rangers, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, yo, y'all ever heard of Fat Joe? <laughs> you know, y'all ever heard of this or y'all ever heard of that? Like, that's kind of how it started, but it was like, you know, or, or like Snoop Dogg. You're like, yo, y'all ever heard of Snoop Dogg? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was... It was a time frame though. I think it was a it was a good time for me to like discover music though. But like the boombox started it all. I've been they so it, the boombox used to sit on his dresser to the right, and I remember when my parents put it there. I've been I, I would sit in front of those speakers and like to tie back to like what we said earlier, like who we was or who we are. I'm still that kid sitting in front of the speakers every day. Mm. Since then though, yeah. like. Like, since I was, like, 10, I've been sitting in front of speakers the whole time, every day. Yeah. So I'm like, mm -hmm, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if that was, like, if it's stunning me or helped me. Or, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's where I've been. Yeah. And suspended animation this whole time. <laughs> so so one thing that you said, you was like, you didn't know that, like, there could be, like, more songs, right? Like, you didn't know, like, <laughs> you, you just thought, like, all the songs that existed in the world were, were the songs that existed. And... Yeah. I, I kind of like had that same moment as being like an entrepreneur coming out of like high school, right? I didn't know like what the word entrepreneur was. I saw it on a I saw it on a, a poster. It was like my senior year. I saw it on a poster by the library, and it was like an entrepreneur. It said it said entrepreneur, and it was like a French word. Mm. And I was like entrepreneur, and it said like basically someone who creates like like an opportunity or like a, a job. And I was like I didn't know you can like or a business. I, I was like I didn't know you can create like businesses because like coming from like the inner city you only hear about like get a job get a job get a job right. you don't hear about like creating a job creating right. a job so like when you said that same sentiment of like i didn't know like i just thought all the songs that existed right. in the world was just like just that like it kind of no, reminded I can me feel of that. You on that too like i i don't think i realized that i mean now my parents owned a business um when i was in my teens and um that was when I was like, oh, pe regular people can have a business. <laughs> like I thought, like you said, I'm mm. thinking businesses are like brick and mortar buildings or exactly. slots in the mall, you know, like, you know, stores at the mall. I'm thinking like uh, the car place or the banks, yeah. you know, I'm thinking like, but 
Yeah, I mean that just goes to show us our perspective. You know, we sure. you know we don't know. I mean, you know, we're young, but you yeah. know, it just shows you how much more big the ocean is Facts. when you grow up. Way bigger. Yeah. Way bigger. So you say your first time was in the studio was at fourteen. Yeah. Right. Do you remember that first time? Um. Or just that actually, period? yeah, yeah. I, I so it was a time frame. Um. There was my homie's name Phil. He lived in a um in my neighborhood, and he used to DJ. He used to go by um DJ Monotic. Monotic. He used to go by Monotic. We used to call him Phil. Phil with the towel. Phil, if you out there, man, I miss you, dog. But anyway, Phil with the towel. Everybody gonna know what I'm talking about. But um, he um. Yeah, he had all these equipment in his crib. Like, his mom's, I guess, was just like, yo, he was DJing. So that was, like, the very first time in life I walked in and somebody had, like, a, a microphone and some DJ equipment. I was like, oh, my God. Like, yo, this is crazy. I've always seen this in, like, magazines and, like, uh, uh, TV, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'd never seen, like, real equipment before. Still, I had this boombox. So yeah. from, like, 10 to 14, mm -hmm. it's me and this Magnavox and mad CDs and tapes, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? But then, and, uh, but I was rapping in the neighborhood, and, uh, of course, they, um, I, I just, you know, they was like, yo, come through my spot. Yo, I want to get you on this little tape I'm doing. And I, I was like, cool. That was like, Wow, I went home, wrote the rhyme, and made sure I was ready. Got into the studio, and, like, it was cool. I was super nervous, and uh, the tape went out at high school, and that was, like, my first time being recorded. I remember taking it home to my pops and, like, yo, yo, I'm on the, I'm on this song. But I, I, when I think back on it, I'm, like, here's this, like, 13, 14-year-old kid in like the 90s talking about yo I'm on the song I made a song today like that shit had to be the furthest thing from like my parents mind Facts, like, you know yeah. what I mean even just thinking back if my my daughter came home and told me like anything you know what I'm saying that wasn't in my scope of like you know reference yeah. like it'd be like oh uh, okay yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying and that's how I went like mm -hmm. that's how I, that's how my relationship with music and my parents kind of went it was for mad long it was mm -hmm. just like oh okay they like oh okay because they wasn't like connected to hip hop you sure. know what I'm saying I'm like yo yeah. I'm trying to tell them like yo 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 and they like oh okay yeah. <laughs> so. so so what was the catalyst after that that continued to push you forward was it that first time or the first time you actually heard your voice on, yeah, on yeah, the track definitely was hearing my voice like through the microphone i was like wow like it was like wow you know what i mean for me and i liked it a lot i mm. just was like yo i'm gonna make a better rhyme i'm gonna make a better rhyme i had another homie in the studio i mean other homies that live close by my school was packed with a lot of aspiring rappers at the time yeah um and a lot of different schools, you know what I'm saying? But my homie Ella Styles also lived in my neighborhood. So okay. he had a studio in his joint. Yeah, yeah. And we would go across the neighborhood to I met his cousin. His cousin made beats. He was like, Yo, I gotta my cousin live across the neighborhood. I could take you over there. He got some equipment. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bad. My so our first link up was for me to go over there and like make some beats or something that I could rap over. I might have tried making beats for like five minutes 
And I was like, nah, I ain't with this part. And he was like, yeah, nah. And we just cut on some beats and started writing and recording mm-hmm. and just having fun as kids. So, like, he really got me started Ella Styles. Like, he taught me how to count my bars out, right? I had the rhymes and I had my flows, but I ain't had a style. I ain't had my writing style all the way. Like, I ain't understand what counting measures was. He, like, taught a lot of homies that, like, a lot of us when we was young how to, like, like, understand music at a technical point so i fell in love with even even more like you like oh you know you know just just the different parts and then from there it was just on we was just always in the studio you know we started getting our own home studios at the time and we like in high school and this the 90s you know what i'm saying we like taking money ordinarily bread that people would probably save up and buy whatever they was buying with we was like mm-hmm. buying microphones and preamps and computers that could even support any of that stuff so but yeah it was definitely like hearing myself though yeah i, I think that's pretty interesting because you know most people when they hear their voices they kind of like they hate it cringe yeah, they about hate it. it a lot of people 90 percent of the people that get in the studio for the first time hate it mm. they they like oh i don't like my voice so i gotta record people and they don't want to hear their playback and they're like, oh, I don't, I can't hear, I don't want to hear myself. I don't know if I like my voice. And I'm like, in my head, I, I'm always reminded that, like, yo, I fell in love with my voice when I, like, recorded. I thought that shit was, I thought it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, I wouldn't even do this if I didn't think I had a voice for it. Yeah, you know? facts. Yeah, when, first time with me being on, like, these mics and I had the headphone on, that's the first time I fell in love with my voice. Yeah. Like, was during, like, that process. But, like, when I heard it on, like, a telephone or, like, any other recording it sounded like vastly yeah. different to me because it's and 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 most times people are used to those uh uh reproductions of their voice through a phone or some sort of uh inferior measure you yeah. know what i'm saying but when they get in front of a show michael jackson record on these yeah, yeah thriller was recording yeah. on the show yeah, yeah. yeah you know um when you hear your voice and it's properly processed it's mm-hmm. ran through you know, and condition the right way and mix the right way and then the output is done the right way. Yo, you 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 gonna love it. You know, I love it. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's what got me more into like the art. You yeah. know, it's just like how to make that better, how to understand that experience more. Yeah. The way you articulate, you know, the music side of it, it seems like it's, it's much more of a, a science to it. Like when you say you're counting bars. Yeah. And, and All, Yo, music is a super science. Yeah. Super science from so many, I mean, any science. I think, I don't even, I don't want to, let me not sound crazy, but I think all the sciences, you know, I'm just speaking in general, but I think any science we have in the world can be applied to like music. Yeah. Um, and and math and it's a lot of math involved yeah. you know <laughs> um i think people would be surprised how how smart um uh producers are and engineers are and how much math we have to do in the studio on a regular basis and it's just like these random equations we have to follow but it's really like a lot of math it's a lot of science it's a lot of um it's a lot that goes into music that mm-hmm. we don't see. Yeah. You know, a lot of times it's just, oh, we're listening to this person sing. We're listening to some music. Yeah. But it's a whole lot that went into that. Mm-hmm. To even 
the fact that you're listening to it yeah. and it's not happening in real time is yeah. it's like yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? exactly like, yeah it's, an, it's enough to it keep me up at night when i think about it though. <laughs> be like yo they really they really figured something out when they made this music stuff man exactly yeah i, I love the way like music make me feels uh make me feel um like nothing else really compares to it no like i agree yeah so from 14 to like 18 you were kind of like crafting like your 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 art yeah basically. like really 14 to like 17 yeah oh yeah about 14 to about 17 14 to like 17 17 i, I got signed by um a label called Donlin mm-hmm. entertainment and they were like a they were one of the biggest labels out here at the time um and i was over there uh for for a good 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 amount of time mm-hmm. yeah yeah and um that that opportunity kind of folded uh, yeah i mean when i say folded i don't want to it didn't fold it just yo it wasn't blessed you know what i'm saying like not for not for not for me mm-hmm. but just in overall like it wasn't a a blessed blessed situation yeah. and i think you know god has this way of like making things change you know when things aren't like 100 percent. Yeah. yeah so like it yeah, and and i don't you know it just it just yeah it folded you know i don't want to say it like that but yeah when we we at the all the artists um that were under that label at that time were basically we're basically free agents again mm-hmm. you know um and you know it was just go time it For was sure. just like yo let's be independent my brother was like yo what are we gonna do yeah. we just popped up a studio out hampton and just kept rolling you know and i was just releasing music yeah um at the time that label wasn't releasing music i had a ton of records ton of songs um and then you know it wasn't putting my music out into the street so it created this like mystery about me it's like yo we know mike got got with them mm-hmm. he's in the studio like that's all he talk about. Where's yeah. the music? And it became this thing. Mm. And um, so I, I believe part of me, part of it is that's, you know, even through music, but like that was part of how my like name preceded me when I went independent. It was like, okay. oh shoot, Mike was over here now. That's over with. And he's like dropping music finally. And it was like, I got a, I got a lot of attention from that move alone. Yeah. Um. So like, and then it was just like, that's just that. Like it was like cool, yo. It was like free. It was like being a free bird. Like it was like, yo, I'm make all this music, tell all these songs on my heart, everything. You know what I'm saying? Just start like having fun and yeah. see what happens. You know what I'm saying? That was the crazy part. It's like a lot of times people do things and they don't, they don't even they fantasize about it about it for so long and they never do it and they and they like. You know what I mean? They live with these regrets. You you got to take your life to the max. Yeah, there's an Albert Einstein um, quote. Um, well, Steve Harvey said it uh, recently. He was like, basically, like the imagination, like what you see, like the visions in your mind mm-hmm. are, are preview. It's, it's, he said the preview coming attractions in your life, basically. So like the things yeah, that you absolutely. see. In your Absolutely. mind, it's like basically your previews to like what's to come, and so like for those people who have the visions and like these ideas but never go after them, it's like yo, like that would if you would have followed that, yeah, that would have been something that came true. Yeah, a lot of times people don't even believe they be 
having those visions. And I'm like, yo, you ever went past the like lottery sign? You know what I'm saying? And be mm-hmm. like, yo, dang, it's 300 million. I know what I do with the first 10. Facts. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I still do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I like, you know what I'm saying? Going in nice neighborhoods and looking at the cribs just hey, to be like, facts. yo. I do that all the time. You know what bro. I'm saying? Like, um, but most importantly is what he said is like, oh, we're going to put a pen right there. But this is like something I've been thinking about lately. By this time, right, we in 2022, right? They said we were supposed to be time traveling, you know, moving flying cars Facts. and By this, now. that, and the third. 100%. So I had a thought recently. Yo, we've been time traveling the whole time. You know, just like we could take these snapshots of uh, our visions in the future, mm-hmm. we're able to go back in time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like at any any moment, we, we've been discussing history. But like as I'm talking, I'm like flashing back to these moments where I'm I'm placing myself in my bedroom looking at a, yeah. a boombox. So nice. you're, you're, you're flashing back to the time you received your first uh, uh, laptop or computer or piece of technology. You yeah. like can place yourself there at any time. Yeah. So we as humans been time traveling. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we we can time travel back and we we live in that. But really about going forward, it's like, yo, let's see what we want to be five minutes from now, exactly. five years from now, or what do we want to do next? Like I spend a lot of time trying to see myself. Yeah. In that, and fast forward it. You mm-hmm. know, I don't spend too much time. I remember. I know we could go back. Yeah. Like we could go back five minutes or go back to the beginning of this conversation in our minds at any given time. Yeah. But like, yeah. The, what 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 you said, Albert Einstein said, Steve yeah. Hart. Yeah. Yo, the future. So it's a coming attraction. Yeah. It's like yeah. It, it's future is what you want it to be. Exactly. You could you could modify it. You could pick the color. You know what I'm saying? You could pick how fast you needed that that joint to be. Yeah. You could you could pick who, not really, but yeah. you know. For sure. But these are your imagination and the strongest that's the strongest yeah. energy in the world like when you really put that out there when you have that vision yeah facts mm. yeah I, I practice it like every single day every day i practice it every every single day like at, at a low scale but also like at a high scale right so on a low scale i always practice it in in a sense of like if i'm going somewhere and I want to be like parked in a partic- particular place. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna be parking like right next to the door or right in front of the place. Yeah. And every single time I see myself in that like place, and mm-hmm. in most cases, the when I go, like that parking spot is like open or like someone's like yeah, coming out of that space. Out. And yeah. so like I, I realize if I can do do it in that sense, then I could do it like in a larger sense too at the same time. You you we on the same path. <laughs> I, I just coming here today. I was like, oh. But I re- I knew I wanted to park close, and yeah, I didn't exactly. want to park over here. And bag that it just so happens. Yeah. But I, I feel you on that. Yeah. It's like I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. Um. And another thing, it's just like the food. Like yeah. we we practice it every day. You know. It, yo, my food is only bad when I don't when I get something and I don't really know what I want. Mm. I don't never have. I rarely have like bad food. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm, but it's like if someone brings food and it's like I ain't really want that. It never really work out. Yeah, it, we use that gift to see ourselves in the future, or however, whatever people want to call it. But um, I applied to just different things. Like, yo, if you like leave here and say, yo, I'm go make a sandwich, and it's good to you, yeah. yo, you 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 thought of that. 
Facts. Maybe five <laughs> minutes earlier before you made the sandwich. You know what I'm saying? You knew it was going. Facts. And I think if people knew that they were going to be successful, knew that their ideas were powerful, knew that the music that they was making or the creative ideas that they had were meant to um, change the world, touch the world. If they knew with the same uh, faith that yeah. like they made the sandwich or made their favorite meal, yeah. the same faith, yeah. they would change their whole lives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, they, if, if they did it, like I tell people, if they did it with the same faith they have with when they think about like negative things oh, with God. with positive things then like your life would be like vastly different yeah 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 definitely um you know I, I, yo fortunately i don't really i'm not i'm not uh, often around too too many negative people yeah me either. um I, and i think that's just because they can't be around if sure. you around me you gotta start thinking upward yeah. you know what i'm saying because ain't no other way to think you yeah. know but yeah yeah. You're right. Those types, I I, I be scared too. Yeah. I get I get a little nervous around sure. like negative people because they might say something and then you might yeah go negative for yeah, a you, moment. You, and you feel be like, like dang, did yeah. I just complain? It's that energy, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, did I just complain about something? Yeah. And you you know what I mean? And, and people don't even realize how fast that yeah. travel, that energy travels. It's, yeah. it's harder to. It's easy to make someone smile and feel good, but it's even easier. Yeah, to get someone to complain with you, yeah, or go down the the, the hill with you, yeah, you know. And I, I'm very careful, mindful about all of that because it, yeah. it controls your life. Yeah, facts. you know what I mean. These these thoughts become things for real. Exactly, exactly. So. I, I realized that like words had like so much like power and like energy and like vibrations like yeah. with music, yeah. right? Because like when you just thinking about a speaker, right? Like when you turn up the speaker and you listen to like music, like you feel. You literally feel something. You feel the energy coming from the speaker. It's like, yo, like if this is happening through a speaker, then you can only imagine like what's coming from my words and how that's like (sighs) going out into like the universe of the world. Like that's don't stop. Nah. Like that energy, none of it ever really stops. Not at all. uh, Yo, I got this thing. My daughter going to trip, but every morning we driving to school, I I drop down the window and I just yell out the window. (laughs) <laughs> yell to the loudest I can while I'm driving. I'm like, we're gonna be rich. And I yell it so loud. And she thinks it's the funniest thing, but I'm like, yo, you gotta do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, put some people like ask for things like, y'all, I want this. And they say it so low. Mm-hmm. Why not say, tell your dreams to the highest to yell it to you hoarse in your throat like put that energy out there because you're going to believe it. i tell i tell her yo anything you want to do i said raise your window up and just yell out the window tell tell the universe what you about to do yeah. what you want what you want to see done uh how you coming through yeah, yeah. so it's funny between us <laughs> nah, but it's really real. i'm sh- i'm trying to show her like yo that's how you pose the request like yeah. when you feeling it yo Yo, drop the window and tell the world like what you want. Yeah, and watch real. people around you yeah. start doing that. They yeah. gonna feel that. They gonna be like, "Yo, I see what you mean." You know, that's for real. Yeah, no, I definitely have like affirmations that I say like every single day. Like yeah. at first, I would I would think them. Obviously, I think them, and then I obviously start to speak them. And like when you start to speak it, it's you just like different. It. Yeah, it's different. It's different when you it speak is. it. It's yeah, mad it different when you speak is. it. So definitely. you were. How was the how was the collaborative process with like you and your brother when you first created like your first 
EP. Yo, so my brother, during the same time frame, he was learning to make beats, you know, yeah. so I wasn't really... He was he was learning, you know what I'm saying? So not everything he was cranking out at the time was like, oh, I'm a rapper with that. Actually, majority of the stuff wasn't wasn't at that level yet. I was already rapping on better production. Mm. But thankfully, and just him being the person he is, he elevated. Like he elevated so crazy in such a small amount of time that when by the time I got signed, my br I, you know, it was like, yeah, yeah, you got to bring my brother too. Mm. Like, my brother got to be in this situation too because that's the music y'all listening to, my brother made. So, and I ain't doing nothing with nobody else. So yeah. it, that was just like how I went. And I, I just, I still, I mean, to this day, Brandon, one of the, Brandon is one of the greatest producers I've ever been around. I just, yo, the world gonna know one day, but he's so incredible and got so much range and capability and the amount of different people he works with um, and me and the amount of work we've done together. I, I ain't seen a lot of producers put them do that type of work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it'd be really good. Like, Gosh. he's really good. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's been in it just, almost just as long as me. Uh, you know, I might have, I might have maybe advanced him maybe about six, seven years. But other than that, he he jumped in the game too. Yeah. Like once it once once things started moving, he, that's what he wanted to do too. But he naturally was just good at it. For sure. Didn't care for the rapping. I didn't care for the beats mm -hmm. or making them. Yeah. But it was like, yo, you love making beats. I love writing rhymes. Yo, this this crazy. Like, yeah. and it was like that's just how we get down. That's to this day. That's just how we get down. He send me beats, I send back rhymes. Or we in the studio together, it's just beats and rhymes. That's the, that's probably the core, I ain't gonna say the core of our relationship, but mm -hmm. like that's as brothers is how we as a, can have childlike fun as an adult. Yeah. You know, we like, we, we still kids that never grew up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So this is how me and my brother play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we play with, music yeah. versus like i don't know cause or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how was the so after once y'all created like the the ep then like a year later or so um or a couple of years later you guys formed a music group uh we actually formed it immediately once okay. we were released we just at the time we thought that was i mean that was the thing to do it's like oh word well we'll start our own label and start putting out our own music and mm -hmm. that's kind of how i roll we were doing music the whole time when, okay. I, when i was signed yeah when i went independent so that was kind of like we was always just like side by side with it so it was like it was a no-brainer it's like yo we're gonna start our own imprint and just just keep working you know yeah. it was no 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 red lights at all just keep working yeah so at so at first for you which is like the mostly the 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 beats well not the beats the, the rhymes um the lyrics and all that when did you start to transition to more of like the technical aspect of music with the engineering um when me and my brother went independent, we were now in in charge of like more equipment, and we were basically in charge of our careers. You know what we wanted to be. You know what I'm saying. So, it, although we knew a lot uh, about recording and uh, we had a lot of experience, we had no 
I mean, we had some experience of being engineers, but not the technical right level of being an engineer. So mm-hmm. we had to learn. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was a pro- I mean, it was a process, but it wasn't like a crazy process because sure. we were always already familiar. Yeah. I already had a mic and some other things. I knew that we knew the basics, but getting good, we knew it would take time and like a lot of studying, a mm-hmm. lot of research, a lot of studying, 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 studying. And like, yeah. And, and just naturally, I don't know if he ever fell in love with it the way I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, to the, you know, I know, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as making music and the production of it and how, you know, that's where he at. I, I think when we was doing studying and engineering, mm-hmm. I was like, I was a little, I was into it a bit too much, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I got here. Like, but it was a lot of studying, and I enjoy it. I study every day mm-hmm. music, like in the in that form, like uh, you know, whether it's equipment I'm interested in, um, um, and why, you know what I'm saying? Like, why we need this compressor, or why we need these mics, or uh, why I do this or that, you know? There's reason, and I, I study these things daily, and I. I, I I'm in a position where I get to apply what I learned on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And if it don't work out, it don't, don't work out. But sure. a lot of times I get to apply a lot, you know, of what I learn. And I apply it to my music, my peers' music and clients and all of this stuff. But it's not enough um, good black engineers. Mm. That's that's just the truth of the matter. Um, a lot if you go around these studios, even here where we at, like the biggest ones, ain't no black engineers in there. You know what I'm saying? Now the fast track studios, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where they fast tracking hip hop music in and out the door really quickly. Yeah, you gonna find some black engineers in there trying to get to those larger studios and and, and, and and bigger control rooms, you know what I'm saying? But, like, if you go to these bigger studios and in these other control rooms, you're not going to see a bunch of black men in there, mm-hmm. black women or, or any of that. Yeah, and it's not wrong with that. For it's sure. just we don't go, we don't really get, I ain't saying we not getting there. We just don't be in them rooms as much as we should be. Mm-hmm. And we um we got great engineers in our in our genre, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and and people that, are, but for the the sheer volume of music, it's not enough of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and that's what I learned. Because I would have to learn. I, w- I would go to different studios, and I meet with this guy and this guy and this guy, um, and they tell me what they, I guess, wanted me to wanted me to know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying yeah. about what I'd be asking about in their studios, and you know, just different things, different concepts, and seeing how it was applied. And you know, you would have to take that. You know, you have to take that information and still, you know, learn it. Go learn on your own, cause mm-hmm. you realize, yo, they may not be telling you all that you need to know about this, yeah. or what they don't know about it. Yeah. And so, the more and more I learn, I go back to these same studios and situations, and I realize. It's not that they wasn't not telling me things. They mm-hmm. just they didn't know. For didn't real. know. Yeah. They would. They got people get away with saying, "Yo, I went to school for school for this." Yo, I hate that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I went to college too. We made great grades. Me, me and my brother weren't allowed to make bring uh, bad grades home. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I yeah. went to school with with people that was on like academic probation almost the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yo, I, I my man's like. He's a physician. 
like operating on hearts. But, you know, like people right, go to school right like now, now right like now. right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, no, he's great at what he does. For what sure. I'm saying to yeah. you is people say they go to school for something all the time. That don't mean you was doing great in school. Exactly. You went, you got good attendance maybe, but that don't mean you always went. And that's that's when I started looking at it. Like, through, I was in college too, but I also was like looking at it like, yo, people say that as a way to get you to believe them. Mm. In the streets, they do it with a Rolex mm. or cash money. You know what I'm saying? Like if someone in the street tell you, yo, 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 tell you something while they showing you something, you, you're more apt to believe them if they drive by in the Benz or in a in a hoopty. Yeah. It's the same thing. They just do it in different ways. People say, Yo, I went to school for that. Or oh, I got a degree for that. Isn't it's the roly and the cash again. Yeah. But it's like, I went to school too. Mm. I knew I knew I knew people was flunking out. Mm. You might have not you was you the top of your class. What was your GPA? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. really ask what they yo, you went to school for what? What you get? They lie to you. People are lie to you and you test them on what they know. And um uh, you don't even got to touch them. Yo, people tell you what they know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you just be like, dang. But I was really studying. And so, like I said, in those situations, I would go back and, um, you know, try to get more information. But I, I was thinking, like, dang, why, why didn't you tell me this? Why didn't you tell me? Like, no, nah, because you didn't know either. Yeah. It's easier for you to just say, yo, I went to school for this. And you get your, you get your theories off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People listen to you and. That's what happens, and now now everybody cranking out funny sounding music. Yeah, that's not the goal. Mm-hmm. You know, the goal should be like, yo, know, we from here. We should be ele- learning this so we could be as competitive and and as strong and fortified as possible to play in the industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Against competitive, more more competitive markets that may have access to these bigger studios and better engineers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I know I went down a thing, but it's it, it it came because I couldn't find someone to get my music right, and mm-hmm. and we had to take charge. So I had we had to learn. But yeah. I'm finding even years now, it's a gift. Like it's a gift to even learn it, and then a gift to apply it For and, sure. and be able to nail nail mixes. Yeah. You know, I'm I've done outside of my personal albums. I think by the by May by May first, I will have helped release ninety albums. Really, from recording to like finish, mm. like by May, I think I I think I'll hit ninety. That's crazy. I'm trying to hit one hundred. If I can hit one hundred albums by like maybe the end of next year, that'd be cool. But I've I've I'm, I think I'm at ninety right now. That's crazy. And that's and that's a lot of albums. That's yeah, a lot that's of a work. Lot, that's a lot of yeah. time spent with a lot of different people. For sure, um, a ton of artists, mm-hmm. hard drives, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and um, and so I think about that too. I say a lot of people don't know. Like I spend that type of time. That's what I do. You know, if if y'all don't see me out in public playing a show, I'm in the studio literally because I live there. You know what I'm saying? And and there's always somebody there. You know, we're always putting the time in like sure. i was in the studio before i got here working on something and when i leave <laughs> you know what i'm saying guess where i'm going go back to the studio, to the studio. Yep. that's where i'm supposed to be at yeah. you know what i'm saying so um but yeah i put it that's the type of time we put in yeah. you know and so 
when I talk about it, I, I do be passionate about music, but it's it's the t- it's the amount of time I spend with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I really got to learn some things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah. Engineering. The, during that whole time, were you also developing your your studio? Why you would? I was developing my ear. Um, for what I wanted in the studio, like, I, so when I got signed, we was in a big studio, nine seventeen West Gray Street. Mm-hmm. Man, it was Fly Studio, Fly, 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 nice looking. We uh just couldn't get the sound right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Spot was too big. That's when I started understanding acoustics and measurements and sound, like for real, like how how sound travels and hits things and needs to be absorbed and deflected. Like I was developing my ears. I wasn't. People ask me that, like, yo, was you thinking about this then? I was like, nah, I was using my ears to understand what I didn't like about a room Mm -hmm. or what I don't like about a recorder booth. I don't like recording booths. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people know that about me, but I don't like recording booths. I like open air recording, like, you know what I mean? We'll we'll put the headphones on, but, uh, you know, we could record from any direction, any point in my studio Mm because of how how I had it built. But it's it's more, more vibrant. Yeah. Uh, more resonant. I don't like uh, recording booths were too silent for me. Like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't get feel anything, feel any energy back. You yeah. know, it absorbs too much energy sure. that I need to mm-hmm. return, and all energy returned to the source. So don't put me in no like soundproof booth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need my energy back. But yeah, I was developing my ears and like what I liked and what was what caused problems in the studio. You know what I'm saying? These are things, like, I didn't know was occurring, but, like, as it develops, you're like, oh. And then you know, and then you look into it, you measuring. You you, you know, when they was building my new spot, um, you know, we had a design to to have a studio in there, but designed to the specs that I wanted that was for what I like to hear and, and how I like to do with my workflow and everything. Mm-hmm. So... That was so important, but now I get like true sound. You mm-hmm. know, I get the sound that, you know, sound that I was going for each time because I'm in I'm in a space that I built yeah. and I'm able to translate that sound from here to here to here to here to here. And yeah, man. Yeah. So it's definitely something I was developing. All of this is time. You for know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. Of like, you're not going to have to, when you first pick up, a, I say this about photographers, yo. Everybody buys cameras, microphones, equipment. All this stuff sells every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the the, the, the best photographers are the people that know when to press the button. It doesn't matter what they're holding. It doesn't matter if it's... All of my album covers are shot on um, um, disposable cameras from mm-hmm. Walgreens. Mm-hmm. But they're shot by people that can know when to press the button. Yeah. You know what I mean? That A great photographer, to me, knows when to knows when to do that for sure that's the main thing they you got the eye but no beyond the eye is that person's eye and vibe coordination with clicking the button yeah is on point that's the like major part in all of this but cameras rap equipment i mean equipment for people to rap in all this stuff sells every day only of only a small percentage of these people know what to actually do with any of this stuff yeah but they're gonna sell every day for sure you know people that got cameras right now yo i bought a camera trying to get uh, yeah yeah and you like that's a fact yo you 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 could have started out on a on something else man save some bread yeah you know? 
Yeah. They just wanted to have maybe what you had. Yeah. But they don't know you just, you know how to press the button. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I think like a couple of years ago, like many people would ask me like what type of equipment I was using. Mm-hmm. And I would always tell them like it's not necessary. It's not always about the camera or it's right. not about the equipment. It's about like the person behind it. Absolutely. And the person who put like the work in like the many years to get to that proficient level. Yep. To be able to, you know, capture the things they capture. It takes years to get that good. Mm-hmm. As people say, how long it take? Y'all be like, a lifetime. Yeah. They be like, how long it take you for you to write this song? They're like, yo, I seen you write this song in 15 minutes. I was like, that's the part you observed. It mm-hmm. took my whole life, life to, to write to that song yeah. in 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Nils Westergaard, one of my favorite people, said something to me like that. And I, I have to quote him every time I... Um, say that because um i was in the studio one time and i was just amazed at like how long it took him to do certain things and Mm -hmm. i said yo how long it take you to you know do this or that and he's like i don't know my whole life like it took me this long to get this good and this efficient at this process what you're seeing what you're observing is like my whole life's work of being able to concentrate it right here. Yeah. And I'm like, but he was like, yeah, my, my answer is my whole life. It took me this long to do this today. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and it was something I, I, I carry with me because it, when people ask me when they rush me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, you know, it take me like, it take me all these years. Yeah. All these years to do this one thing. And you're like, really? I'm like, no, like what you asking me for, took all this time to get good at yeah you know what i'm saying so let me do my job yeah. you know what i mean like i'll do my job but it took this long for me to get this good yeah 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 like when it comes to like pricing for like some people that's it comes down to that like if a person does a job in like five minutes and they do it proficiently they do it like extremely well mm-hmm. it didn't take them necessarily five minutes to do it like right. what you're saying, like it took them their entire, entire life, life to get that good, to get that good, to be able to do it that well. That well, we'll just say if five minutes is the time. Exactly. Yo, if they're able to do, you know what I mean, something that well, you know what I mean. Yeah. People, but people look at time and money like because there's a distortion right between creators and people that don't right yeah. or ah, the the c word. <laughs> I don't content creators those words be creeping me out lately but <laughs> what i'm saying is like there are people that that, that operate on a clock you yeah. know they go to work every day and they, they, their boss pays them by the clock which is nothing wrong with that no nope. and then there's other people that are paid at a value like this is the value of the work i do um this is this is what this work mm-hmm. from this type of person is worth yeah. And a lot of times people get that those two equations messed up. They like they looking at time, but I'm like, this would cost you, you know, this would cost if you went over there, this would cost you triple the amount. Exactly. I'm able to do it in this amount of time. Yeah. But it's still gonna cost you, but so. it's efficient. You don't have no errors. Mm-hmm. It's clean work, it's good work, it's going out the door. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. and a lot of time with pricing, when I first started pricing it was it was a hassle. Mm-hmm. I don't like talking about money. Like in the creative space, it kills it. Really, yeah, absolutely. You know? um, and I tell people this, yo. Sometimes people come to me. You know, I tell them, I'm like, yo, what's your budget? They tell me they budget, and I most times people will shark you. I come in under their budget mm-hmm. just to make it, just to make the 
uh, situation um, even better so that money is not a factor in getting to the end goal. Mm-hmm. Like, if if money was a factor in getting to the end goal, I probably, as an engineer, probably only pull out, like, not 10 albums for mm-hmm. someone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if, but that's really my initial conversation. Once we once we get that out the way, I'll be like, I don't want to talk about it no more. This is whatever we agree on is whatever we agree on. You know it. Mm-hmm. I know it. But we ain't going to talk about it. We ain't going to let it hinder our production schedule. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm really, it's not the, you know what it is, yo? When you get done with somebody working on somebody's music or working on some collaborative effort um, with somebody, and, and it's not yours. It's not your work. You know what I mean? Mind you, I record like a machine. We, <laughs> we talking about the other side of my life. But, like, when you're a part of something and they put all their heart and soul into it and you done put your heart and soul into it, and at the last minute y'all just proud you know what i'm saying that that's priceless you can't really put a dollar amount on that part yeah and that's the that's where like that's that's what keeps me kind of rooted in not like being greedy like you know what i'm saying because i've seen people do things like that where they like yo i could i could up my prices Mm -hmm. but they lose out on like a priceless experience they have less priceless experiences and i don't think the I don't think as in this lifetime we should short ourselves on those moments. So, like, I try to we get the money conversation out the out the way, and then like, you know, I, I'm there for the work. You know, sure. the work we doing gonna last longer than the dollars. Yeah. I'm gonna spend the money. You 100%. know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah. gonna spend it. We gonna smoke. We gonna eat. We gonna buy some. It's gonna be gone. But the feeling of capturing those moments in the studio, yeah, priceless. And especially when the work is done and it's good and it's successful, you can't put a dollar. I, mean, I don't even know what that costs. Nine million dollars? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know what that costs. Like, I don't know what that costs. Yeah. You can't put a price on the feeling of just work being good. I don't know. I don't know. I, that's just how I feel. For sure. No, no that's real. That's real, bro. That's like yeah. creatives go through that, that, that process all yeah. the time. And, and I we remember. struggle, you know, we struggle because we trying to make ends meet. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? We we want things a certain way. But like my, my goal to people is like do good work. Yeah. You do good work. The things you want going to come to you. Exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. You know what we were talking about earlier. Facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Facts. So I know, like, in your journey and during your process, you had a couple peers around you and in the same industry as you. Mm-hmm. Um, could you speak to, like, some of the collaborative, like, pieces or works you've done with, like, so many people, like your peers, oh. like, during like during this time as you were going through your journey? I mean, I've worked with, gosh, I mean, for me to even go down that list would be crazy, but, you know, of course, some of our greats, like, Nicholas F, uh, Mad Skills, Radio B, mm-hmm. uh, Fly Anakin, um, and pretty much 90% of the rap population here. Yeah. Um, I've been able to do work with, um, oh, I, yeah, I don't even want to go down the for path. For sure, for sure. Yeah. I, I probably shouldn't even have said that, those folks, but it, it's just so many people, yeah. like, and, um, and, 
and companies and 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 directors. You know what I mean? I be, I be listening. I don't. I get. I don't like listening stuff anymore. <laughs> but y'all know the homies. Sure. Y'all know it's Richmond. But it's yeah, just a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a lot of people I've worked with. Industry too. Yeah. A lot of industry folks too. But that's why I said I don't want to get into all the like like yeah yeah yo he dropping dropping hella names like nah <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah, there people that know me, I know I operate like yeah. my spot real private too. So it's For like sure. I don't really show a lot of pictures of who's at my spot. Yeah, yeah. It might be people there now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like that's what it is. It's for the music. It ain't for the, like the hype. It ain't. Man, that's what people be on. They be there for the hype sometimes, but they don't be around long. Some people, but once they get the vibe, they know we there because they know how much work coming in. They yeah. like, oh, we can't speak on that. Or we can't speak on that. Yeah. Or we can't. Like, y'all are just hearing about the butcher stuff, but there's people that's been in sure. the studio knowing about certain things, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a space. One thing I, I definitely do want to talk about was uh, the moment that um, when you came on, like, Music Hills. You came oh, on Music man. Hills. I, I, I got sick that day, so I wasn't able to be a part of, like, that, oh, that recording man. process. But, like, that whole, I heard that, like, episode was, like, like a great episode to, like, be recorded and, like, you know, the things that you talked about, but also, like, what came after that. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Like, I, I honestly believe that had, that episode had a lot to do with my contact. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just, like, the timing of it and everything. It was just, like. Ain't no way, ain't no way you didn't see this and not check. Yeah. Um, and there was some other factors in play, sure. but I, th I also believe that was just like off the rip, good energy. Just me, you know. What I mean, like I, I really love that album. I love what he did. It re that music represented, you know, like I said, it represented like when I, you know, what I mean, I was like, yo, we could do music. <laughs> that was the guy that I was like, oh, yeah. this could happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, and I, I think about that interview and I see clips of it. I got clips of it in my phone and I run past it and I, I was smiling like, but I smile like that, you know what I mean? When it's like good, you know what I mean? I yeah. know. And, um, to, to, to get a, get a blessing like that. Like I was in a, I was just chilling at the crib <laughs> and my phone ring and it's just like, and my cousin's there and I'm like. I go through this whole conversation on the phone and I like slide the phone down my face and I'm like, yo, son, that was D'Angelo. He like, what? He was like, you was, and yeah, yo. So the timing of that and the timing in which I did that interview, I mean, I, yeah, you yeah. had to. You, yeah. I, there's no way you didn't come come across that and then uh, start trying to, I mean, like found me out, see, sure. make sure he could get a contact on me. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I talked to Alex about that, you know, mm -hmm. when she came on uh, her episode and we kind of like talked about how it was kind of like a full circle moment yeah. for like for you to come on and then for that to happen, you get the call and then for you to allow us to use the song, one of the yeah. songs in, in, in the film, it was Definitely like, yeah, like was that was just crazy. Circle. I think, uh, I think, yeah, I, you know, I think about that, that, that was one of my, this and that. I love, I like those, doing those pieces. Yeah. Um, a lot of interviews I don't be liking to do no more, you yeah. know, or like sitting down with people no more because I don't feel like they, um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I don't know. I don't even know why I said that, but I had a lot of fun doing that joint. And I, I, I when looking back on it, like, and 
it's clips of me smiling. I know when I smile a certain <laughs> way, I, I was enjoying myself. So, yeah. um, and that's always a sign of good energy uh, for me. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, it, it's it's not that it wouldn't. I'm like, damn, that happened. Um, but my life is mad interesting like that too, though. You know, there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, I call it magic that happens that I can't explain that I don't even know why, you know, nothing I plan for. Um, things just happen. For sure. Things just occur. And I, I like that about my life. Like some people, I'm bad at making plans. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, um, not really good at planning things out. I like to, um, I'm more spontaneous. I'm controlled, but I do like spontaneity. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Oh, word. Like, wow, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. But it'd be good things, you For know sure. what I'm saying? Like, so, but yeah, that's the. Hmm. So I, I got a question from Alex, and she was like, um, for, for your last release, the last album, mm -hmm. the love that you felt, how was it? Like, how, how, how did that. How did that feel? Um, yo, how does it feel? Uh, it feels great. Like, that album, you know, when people say album and music change their life, that was the album that I know changed my life a lot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And it was one of the easiest albums to write, okay. you know, because I was just talking about my life mm -hmm. and various... Uh, factors within it and it was just so easy as far as like my approach to it yeah. you know um, but to see every day yo, someone hits me up about the al that album and I haven't released music, new music in four years that's but that's only because I've been growing I, yeah, sure. I had to absorb that album and yeah. we toured off that album for a while So mm -hmm. and then we had our little COVID years yeah, but yeah. what I think about is that album changed a lot of different things for me. Yeah. Um, the love I put into it is I got that love back. You know what I'm saying? And it still unfolds. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it inspires me and I'm, I'm excited about, you know, I'm putting out a lot of new music real soon. So I'm excited because I'm still on that. Like, I still feel that love. So mm. what does it feel like? I don't know. Like, I don't know what it feel like, but it, it still feel good. Like, yeah. to even know, like, y'all still listen to this? Why? Or to know how much it's helped people, um, how certain songs have literally changed people's lives. Um, I've, I've had videos of people that people sent me from their delivery rooms. Um, I've had people, I've had, like, four or five people quit their job and or retire and or I've had people leave relationships or get into better ones. I, it's so many life experiences that people are like, hit me up, like maybe DM or, you know, direct text if they know me, but they like, yo, I did this today. Yeah. It was because I was listening to your song and then I had to call you and I'm like, you quit your job because you weren't happy? They're like, yeah, I was listening to your song and I... I left my job. My dad retired from working. My dad's a workaholic, probably one of the hardest working people I've ever met in life. Like, go to work early and leave the work late, like, mm. type of guy. And 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 said, 
he was listening to a song of mine in the car and decided to retire. And I was like, and, and then hung the phone up. But that's how it all came. People was like, yo, I was having a kid and I had to put this song on. I just wanted to tell you that. That's so I, I do know that we have power, you know what I'm saying, in yeah. our voices and in in the things that we write. And in learning and having these different experiences, seeing people all across the country, I'm writing, you know what I'm saying? I'm writing for that experience. I'm writing about those experiences. That's because my, you know what I mean? That's, sure. that's yeah. what you do with albums. You take yeah. your, you take your life and like, it's like life to me is like a bunch of like sticky notes of memories. You know what I'm saying? When I think of it in a metaphorically as like an album or something. Um, and when you have your album, it's like these sticky notes. You pile them up and see what you've been doing lately. And you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like that with an album. So it's like, the music and the person and my growth, um it it all it'll all reflect in time, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? People know. But in time I've been doing mad stuff though. For so sure. like yeah, yeah. since the last album of course. I probably helped I've probably done at least thirty five other albums, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I've yeah. we've toured, we've I've recorded hundreds of songs, like for myself personally yeah. you know what i'm saying it's a lot of growth um a lot of people are like yo why you why you took so long i was like yo i wanted to grow sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta get rid of the old you for sure. to come back and, and make way for the new and i don't mean like you gotta kill them but 100%, yeah you gotta be cool with growing i don't I, I, one more thing on this <laughs> on this particular thing y'all found that i was watching this thing right and um I thought the life cycle of a caterpillar was to become a butterfly, naturally. I found out that that is a natural instinct that they have. But they also have a decision. There's a decision to become a, a butterfly. butterfly. It's a decision to, like, make the... Once you decide, it's an instinct to go into. But if the conditions are just right, a caterpillar can stay a caterpillar its whole life. And shed his skin multiple. I didn't even know a caterpillar shed his skin multiple times. I didn't. Even, I had no idea. I thought caterpillars just grew. I didn't even know they shed it. They, they out of layer and you know could have more colors, and of course get bigger and bigger through that. But if the environment is just right and no other caterpillars are like participating in that natural instinct, then the other caterpillars don't see it and they they live and die the whole yeah. time as caterpillars. I thought that was so interesting because I thought it was just natural. Yeah. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's many factors that like play into them doing it. But once they make the decision, it's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to yeah, yeah, go yeah. in here. Yeah. But a caterpillar doesn't have to become a butterfly. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a decision. Uh, and, but when you make it instinctually, and I think as people, like I felt like I was a butterfly already you know i yeah. think sometimes in life we feel like we didn't spread our wings already for sure we might have fell off a leaf yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like we might have been like oh and didn't die yeah. you know what i'm saying it was yeah. like someone was like how'd you do that yo i must got wings yeah nah you might we might still be caterpillars yeah and i, I think i've just taken that this time now to like go into the cocoon yeah and become become what I wanted to become, yeah. you know what I'm saying? For like, sure. I don't know when that hits for anyone or everyone, but 
Yeah, yo. So I got to look into that more, but I, I was watching something, and I thought that was the most interesting thing. I was like, we got to make a decision yeah. to be great, and yeah. you got to make a decision to, like, not be your old self to be better or whatever that takes, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Whatever it takes to allow your wings to spread and for you to fly as high as you can. Yeah. It might take time. It may take all types of things, but that's why I've been telling people, like, oh, nah, I thought I had wings. <sighs> Well, I got wings now. Like, yeah. I'm coming out the shell. <laughs> hey, bro, that's one crazy-ass metaphor, bro. Yeah. That, that's an amazing metaphor. Yeah, I, I, that would shock me, yo. I was like, yo, that, I mean, just off subject, I thought that concept shocked me. I was like, yo, word? Oh, man, that's crazy. And now all caterpillars turn into butterflies. They could be moths. They could be all types of things. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yo, we change our perspective on the world. Yo, which what do you want to become? You know what I'm saying? And it's up to you. You got to see it. But once you see it, you know you're gonna know what to do. Hey, bro, that, that was a gym, bro. Hopefully. That was a gym, bro. Hopefully. <laughs> that was a gym, gym, bro. Cause I, I was thinking about like people. I was I was thinking it in terms of people. But yeah. like, you just kinda like said it like like you you have to make a decision to want to be great. Yeah. And then instinctually yeah. things you start acting that way. Yeah. You you know, you start becoming that. But that 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 tore me up. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yo, everybody, you know, if you look at the internet, everybody ready to come to become a butterfly. Yeah. No, no, yeah. that's not how this works at all. Like yeah. you got, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it just puts things back into why you doing what you doing, and why, you know, you might be on this beaten path. My mom always said, "Yo, you always took the path that had the, 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 the you know, the lead, the path least traveled." Yeah. I'm like, "Yo, it's, it's nice over there. It's yeah. like got nice scenery. Okay, the road ain't so." pretty yeah. but it ain't that much traffic yeah you know it ain't that many people trying to do what you do mm -hmm. um and that's what i think people will find out you yeah. know a lot it's like when you on that level it's like ain't that many people trying to become they yeah. just want to be already for sure you know what i'm saying and i'm like nah yo it's still more life to live facts so we earlier we spoke about a little bit about like how you yell outside of the window about like you know, you're going to be rich in the yeah, future yeah, and all that. Just crazy stuff. For, for yeah. sure. So, affirmationally, I don't know if that's a word or not, but, like, what do you want for yourself in the future? What do you see for yourself going forward? Um, um, yo, what do I want? Um, Yo, if I can answer that, I don't know if I can answer that, yo. Because, all right, my, 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 I got in a lot of what I wanted. That's the crazy part. Like, even in today, you know what I mean? The things, you know, a lot of what I've got, you know, here's my thought on that too. We get what we want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What we really want, we get. You get it, yeah. Whether, you know, no matter what it is, anything you don't have right now is because you really didn't you want didn't it. You didn't want it, yeah. And so yeah. when I people say, what do you want? I said, a lot of times, yo, I got what I want. You know what I mean? I think I could, um, if, I, if I'm if i speaking on a creative level, yo, I want to I wanna definitely continue to go upwards and outwards and, and continue to, like, touch the world with my gifts. Mm -hmm. That, you know, that vision is crystal clear in my mind. You sure. know what I'm saying? But as far as, like, what do I want? Oh, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. we get what we want, like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think about it in different terms. But, yeah, that uh, what do I want? I want to continue to touch the world. I want to continue. Um, 
I want to continue to be a, a, a positive influence. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I never wanted to be a role model or anything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I got a daughter, and I, I'm thankful that she looks up to me, and I hope I'm showing her the 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 the, the cool things in life, you know, things in life that'll help her a lot, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but I don't never really wanted to be no role model or anything like that because I don't want people to do everything I'm into, you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, I, I, yeah, I definitely just want to keep going. I want to use my voice. I want my voice to take continue to take me around. Um, I want to have uh, good experiences with people. Um, I want to learn. I want to continue to learn, like, as much, you know, I don't know anything. You know what I'm saying? Like even we we talked a while, but hell, I don't know anything for really. Sure. Yeah. Like that's the truth for yeah. us. You know what I'm saying? We don't know anything, and um and I want to be on that. I want to continue to learn, like as long as I can, like absorb information. Like mm-hmm. that's really what I'm on. Like well, you know, a lot of people are like yo, I want I want this. Da, 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 da. Yo, I already did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I've done. You know what I mean? We live in a certain way already. Yeah. So like, um, I really wanna um, that those are the things I'm most interested in is like impact, um, music and like learning more about the world, learning more about the human experience. See, you got a book over there, The Laws of Human Nature. That's a yeah. wild book. Yeah. I mean, not wild, but you know, it's, these are the the human yeah. experiences. Yeah. I don't think we study it enough mm-hmm. and um you know as artists and uh we get to we get to study the human experience mm-hmm. and ourselves the, the places we are things we see we get to analyze the human experience like i think no one else yeah um and so that's why i want to continue to do that so that i i continue i can continue to articulate my theories about the world, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe they'll call musicians doctors one day or yeah. uh, philosophers, For you sure. know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, because of the way we think. That's all these dudes was doing back in then. They would they would have a good idea <laughs> and be, be like, yo, you're a philosopher. And just speak it, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like we all, like, we might all be philosophers. It might need to put some, you know, put some put some flex on our name. But, you know, when I think about it, you know, as long as we continue to grow and continue to think and continue to do, yo, man, this human experience got it's it's loaded with a loaded with inspiration. You yeah. know what I mean? So Absolutely. I'm into that right now, like just learning more about people, life, um, of course, God first. For sure. You know, that's just where I'm at with it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I wish I was, I wish I was different, but I really find I really see the beauty in all of that right now yeah so yeah if you if you had to leave a gym a last gym obviously you, you've you've left so many gyms especially like that butterfly gym was which was crazy but if you had to leave a gym for you know people a person who's like starting out in their journey um you know kind of like in like the direction that you were heading um not not, not necessarily like the same journey but like yeah but just yeah, upward. for sure like what, <laughs> what would you give that person what would you say to them um, I used to answer this question kind of crazy, mm-hmm. and I've been asked this many times in my life, and I I, I gave some answers that I, I I don't think I knew I was proud of. Nothing, not bad answers, sure. but this is my answer, and this is what I tell somebody: believe in yourself. If you don't 
believe in yourself and what you doing, if you don't see it, you don't feel it, it ain't going to be. Yeah. You know, so that's the jewelry I give anybody, like, believe in yourself. When you look in the mirror and you <laughs> you think you got something, yo, believe that. Mm. Fall all the way into that. And don't don't let nobody outside of you taint that. Um, nobody can taint that, you know what I mean? But I, I tell it's such a, you know, believe in yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's it's so basic, but it's so important. It's like step one to any of this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm around. I, I, unfortunately, I'm around people that don't particularly believe in themselves at the moment, and I play a large role in getting them. F- like, nah, you got it. Yeah. And when they got it, I've seen people turning the light bulbs like mm. beam up. You know what I'm saying? But like believing in yourself, like. If you want to get started on any journey, you got to believe in taking the step and a step after that mm-hmm. with faith and confidence in yourself and yourself. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's my that's it. Yo, I, I, I would tell somebody I would used to say, yo, 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 do this, do that. No, the, the main thing is look in the mirror and say, yo, I am and I believe, you know what I'm saying? And, and keep rolling. That's it. That's exactly. the only magic. That's the only magic that's going to help any of us is yeah. believing in ourselves. So that's it. It ain't no magic. It's believing yourself. Exactly. Whatever you say after I am, that you is are. who you are. You are. Yeah. That's why I told you. When I said I'm great. I'm yeah. brilliant. Phenomenal. I'm everything up. Yes, yeah. yo. Believe that. I am. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> and you are too, man. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. Um, Thank you for coming out, man. Like, no, I appreciate this. Us, it was a good conversation. Us having this discussion, you kind of like going down memory lane, you time traveling to yeah. moments in time. Um, yeah. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah, this is the time machine episode. <laughs> we show them that it was real. For sure. <laughs> that's a fact. Thank you. For sure. That's, that's Michael Millions. My name is Antonio Knox, and this was The Gradient Radio.